We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Are you crying? No. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. You think football is still fun? Uh, yes. Sir. Yes, no. No? Sir, sir uh, it was fun. Not anymore, though, is it? Is it? No, not by No, it's not fun anymore. Not even a little bit. Just look at that. He hit the fall. That gets a free stay. <laughs> you having fun yet? Oh, yeah. I'm having a blast. Thanks. Good. All right. Welcome back to Big Screen Sports, the podcast where all movies are sports movies. Brought to you by Blue Wire Podcast. I am your host, Kyle Banduho. Today's episode needs very little intro. Caroline Darney, Ryan Nanny, return to the pod. We're talking speed. It is a, a true gem. Uh, won't take up much more time with that, but as always, want to shout out our Big Screen Sports Patreon group for supporting the show, especially our big chill producer-level patrons. That is Aaron Figueroa, Mike Schubert, Steve Rogers, Kevin Frost, Mike D., Ryan Yeager, Mike Dries, James Kolewski, Chris Mikoski, Andrew Teagle, John Craig, Sam Smith, Zach Rich, Jason Alba, and of course, Classic Stadium Fire. Big thanks to them and all of our patrons for supporting the show and picking this movie. Link to support the show is in the show notes. Let's get right into it. Let's talk speed. Pop quiz, hot shot. There's a bomb on a bus. Once the bus goes 50 miles an hour, the bomb is armed. If it drops below 50, it blows up. What do you do? What do you do? I'd want to know what bus it was. All right. Returning to big screen sports. For a movie as equally as ridiculous as the last movie we all covered together, we got the band back together. It's Caroline Darney and Ryan Nanny. Guys, thank you so much for returning. What's up, Wildcat? Let's go. Who is that twerk? Who who is you have to decide now who Wildcat is going to be. Oh, that's a lot of pressure. It's you Kyle. can't call everyone Wildcat. Kyle. Kyle I mean, okay. we Kyle. could also we could just assume that the ghost of Dennis Hopper is listening. It's to, it's to him. Wow. Wildcat. This is already changing Stop. the tenor of this. Okay, you can be Kyle's Wildcat and Ryan gets to be hot shot. Pop quiz hot shot. Pop quiz hot shot. <laughs> No one's hairy. Uh, before we get into it, Caroline, what is going on at For the Win? Oh, we are getting super excited over it For the Win. Bet for the Win. We have fantasy football coverage starting soon. Um, yeah, Why did you use your spooky voice? Spooky, I was supposed to be the excited <laughs> ooh, but it's spooky. Like, who knows what will happen? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I drafted the Halloween. ghost of Dennis Hopper in the first round. <laughs> I think he's going to get a lot of yards after contact. 
<laughs> so I mean, we know. So Hopper in this movie, he's like he's he's orchestrating a terrorist attack, but he's also watching football. Like he's got yeah. a game on that he's super into. Which which I this when that happens, I know we're jumping right into it. When that happens in the movie, I think we're supposed to believe it's like nine thirty in the morning on a <laughs> on a weekday. And I'm like, what the fuck is he watching? What is what football game is on? Like he throws it on. That's like his like comfort game, and he knows what happens, but he's still like that into it. Yeah, he's just like, ah, that Joe Montana loved him at Notre Dame. Let's watch an old tape. Because yeah, it's like a Rutgers game. Like, (laughs) sure. That's a really good point, though. Now that because I was like, well, it could be the weekend because it's cops and they work lots of days that aren't Monday through Friday, but like everyone else in the bus is, or not everyone else, but Sandra Bullock is going to work, people right? I mean, I guess technically now, they, they could have weekend jobs. Yeah. It, but... could be, it could be that he is watching like a noon kickoff game on a Saturday shore. He's from it. Like we know that he was on the Atlanta police force. So he True. could be like a Georgia tech fan. They definitely <laughs> get in the shittiest Saturday morning spot. Noon, noon kick in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This this whole thing has actually worked into a take I have on Howard in a little bit. So I'm excited about this. Good, good. Ryan, tell the folks, where can they follow you? What's the full cast? Everything uh, from Metal Dark. Since we, since we last spoke, the full cast is back over at Woo! Metal Arc. That's right. Um, if you want to listen to some unpleasant discussion about speed, go listen to our last episode, or just don't, because Spencer doesn't deserve the attention, and that's all he's seeking. Uh, and over at Secret Base, we have a new series coming out. Uh, the, what is it? August Oh, I thought you meant, like, what the project is. No, no, no. I, I know what it is, Caroline. <laughs> it's um, about all the bad takes. So go to Secret Base uh, on YouTube and check that out when that comes out. Uh, Whatever the Tuesday is after we're recording this, I know what time is. I'm fine. August second. Yeah, you're I right. Think it, I think it'll be tomorrow day. You Great. people are listening to this. Perfect. 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 All right. Well, let's let's dive in, folks. Oh. Uh, I, I've recently I've changed the like the intro to the episode instead of the sports movie podcast just to where all movies are sports movies, and this is like the best example of all movies are sports movies. This is this is really a sports movie. We are talking about Speed, the 1994 action movie. A young police officer must prevent a bomb exploding aboard a city bus by keeping its speed above 50 miles an hour. Start Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock, Dennis Hopper, and Jeff Daniels is directed by Jan DeBont, which is a fun name to say. Jan DeBont. 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Grossed $121 million. Won two Oscars. Caroline, is this movie perfect? Is this is yes. this, is this a perfect movie? <laughs> This movie is just so fantastic. I sat there and I think I texted you a few times during it. I'm just like, God, this movie is so great. It just has really this good. to me. I understand people that want to talk about Matrix. And this is Keanu Reeves to me. This is his piece. Mm. This is the best work that he's, in my opinion, this is the best he's ever looked. He is a babe and a half in this movie. I'm just going to throw it out there right out the gate. Love, love. Boys love what is it? The, my guy Rusty Ring Spears is like we're loving what we're seeing. <laughs> loving what we're seeing. God. <laughs> I just want to say that very few people in the history of this show, like either I reach out to someone about being on an episode, either 
I don't, they don't say anything at all, or they say, yes, let's do it. Rusty Rank Spears is the first person. Like, I was like drunk and I messaged the kid and I was like, hey, man, let's talk about like, let's talk about Beer Fest or something. And uh, he actually he agreed to be on the show and then completely no showed. I don't fault. Yes. Him for <laughs> don't fault it for him at all. Honestly, it just makes him cool. Yeah. We're loving what we're seeing. Yeah, um, what yeah we're seeing. it's it's just such a it's a wonderfully 90s movie in the sense that like just the intro right out the gate is like, we're just going to take you down an elevator shaft and like the elevator plays in to it. But I wouldn't say that it's the biggest thing that happens in this movie but they're like we're here we're going to establish us in this in this office building um and it's just it's crazy action there's a few times you're like okay this is the end of the movie <laughs> and they're like no no it's, it's not it's modern it's modern <laughs> day shakespeare it's a play in three acts you have the elevator bombing <laughs> you have the bus bombing and then you have the hostage situation on the subway like yeah it's the subway in which balanced. it was shot up and cannot slow down but speeding up no problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's his name from the West Wing? Didn't, didn't yeah, get Toby. on the stick there. Good job, Toby. Toby idiot. <laughs> Damn it, Toby. So oh, it's a wonderful movie. It's Ryan, perfect. favorite is different than best. Is yeah. this your favorite Keanu movie? No. Okay, where are we going with that? Point Break. I yeah, mean, that was I, another <laughs> another great movie we've covered on this show. I think I think this is probably a better movie start to finish and all around. But I think if you're looking for the distillation of Keanu, I think point break plays better to his Keanu ness because it allows him to like, he's good in this role, but he doesn't have to stretch in a lot of different ways. And in point break, they're going to be like, okay, you are a former Ohio state quarterback <laughs> who works for the FBI and you're undercover as a surfer who like kind of falls in love with Patrick Swayze. I mean, who among us? Like, oh, also, Gary Busey is your partner. <laughs> like, it's so Keanu that Speed couldn't, like, Speed was not ready to go that hard in that direction. It would be a very different movie. Litigated this Speed... in the Point Break episode. Oh, go ahead, Caroline. Speed doesn't, doesn't ask, ask him to do a lot. <laughs> not as not like, as much as Point Break no. does. It, just, it really is, like, just, just be there and yeah. be beefy. Be steely. And, yeah, and he's like, everything's like, Early on, he's talking to Harry. Early, he's like, oh, "I don't try this." He's, like the gum mm -hmm. is like a like a should get a nod. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, it, it's you know he's doing a lot of chomping. He's literally eating up the scenery like in the first <laughs> bit, and I just I love it. Like we're not asking a lot, but we're getting a lot. But it does have maybe the single like best small Keanu moment I think in all of his films, which is you know they they at the conclusion of Act One, the elevator bombing. <laughs> Um, shoot the hostage comes to play and right after he shoots Harry in the leg the camera cuts back to him and he shrugs he just like shrugs <laughs> like hey what are you gonna do man pretty fun he, goof huh he just he shot your partner in the leg and he, he really got him like in the, in the artery. That, artery. I, was about say, I was about to say, like, he put it between a lot of really important things. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, Expert marksman. And just, and just like, he gives the kind of shrug where if, if your friend was like, hey, pirates tickets are $7, you want to go? That you would say, like, yeah, I'll go to that. That, right. that level of a shrug for shooting his partner. Still doesn't get, I don't understand through all of that. Like, he doesn't, 
seem to stay and help Harry or go get Dennis Hopper. Well, he does get blown up almost immediately. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's right. I'm not going to fault him for that. It's the weirdest circumstance in general of the the elevator Mexican standoff is just the (laughs) like the strangest like. He dives into the elevator. I mean, and we're we're getting ahead of ourselves. He dives in the elevator with absolutely no plan, and just mm-hmm. like if he had had one more one more cartridge in that shotgun, like movie's over. Movie's over. Movie's over. <laughs> yeah. And Dennis Hopper has shot one cop and is yanking the other around by his mouth. By his nose. <laughs> no, his nose. That's right. Nose. It was the nose. <laughs> it was a choice. Oh. It was a choice. I feel like that's also potentially easily evadable. Like as the just like yeah. No, not, not pleasant though. Yeah, yeah Harry's I mean, in a bad spot for most of the movie. Yeah. Uh, so Hall Harry. of Fame movie, no debates here. We're yes. This, yes. The first yeah. first yeah. ballot. First ballot. Ball. I I wanted to ask you guys before we really get into it, who has the worst day in Speed? We're talking about the day of the day of the bus bombing. Who has the who has the absolute worst day? Because like Dennis Hopper has a sneaky great day. Like until literally until the money explodes on him, he's having a great time. Sure. Like yeah. he's been waiting for this forever. So like he actually has he doesn't have the worst day. Like, yes, he gets decapitated by, you know, the sign. So can I can I request that we eliminate anybody from this uh, competition who dies? I think if you died, you had the worst day. So let's oh, take I was like, those. yeah, Helen. Helen had a rough. Day. Hel- Helen Harry had a, has Helen a very had... bad day. Yeah, Harry has a tough um, day. So let's take them off the board and, <laughs> okay. and, and look at the remainder. I'm leaning. I'm leaning towards if we're going. I, I feel like Keanu's the easy route in the sense that because what Kyle and I talked about briefly before he jumped on Ryan is he was massively hungover. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. And, man... the movie, and the movie goes to great lengths to let you know not just Keanu, but all the cops are so hungover. All the cops are mm-hmm. so hungover. Mm-hmm. And that to me, like for me, it, that's almost no brainer for me picking Keanu. So I'm going to take him out of the equation for myself and say, probably Sam, the bus driver. I was Sam, the bus driver is one of, I mean, literally slug, catching to, the, slug to the shoulder <laughs> guy who shot Sam, the bus driver. I don't think so. Like he's got a warrant for something had to be pretty serious. If you're sure. going to pull a gun on a cop. Yeah. Um. So he spends the whole day cuffed to a bus that might explode. So that, that, that's pretty tough in in general, like that stinks. And he's also like, if we live, I'm going to jail for 30 years. So he's having all time. I I think besides Sam, it might be him and it might, it might even be him because Sam like gets off the bus midway through. We got to assume like, sure. He gets off the bus first. Yeah. Yeah. So Um, this is an early contender and it's not him, but he, he, I know it's a bad day for him. The guy whose car Keanu hijacks. Oh, uh, yeah. Tune Man. Yes. <laughs> Who? He gets just. That's Clear, some bullshit. Clearly, he got about his the car. insurance. Yeah. I hope he got his insurance check. I mean, it took a while at the very least. Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't a quick process. <laughs> you know, because this is, this is before the helicopters have shown up. So he's not like, see, there's the news footage of what happened. I'm sure all the passengers on the bus are like, I, this was, I don't know. We didn't know what was going on. I don't know if yeah. this happened. I don't, was there, was there? And like Keanu, he's not going to, what, is he calling Geico back? No. <laughs> <laughs> and as is, is someone who used to work in insurance, when there is a mass claim event, like a hurricane, 
if you're not early in line in that, if you're if you're not first on the phone with your insurance care, it's going to take a while. Mm-hmm. He's not the only one filing a claim. No, that no, bus hits no. everyone. And guess, and guess what? He can't make that call early. Why? Because Keanu took his car. Phone. That's right. He Did can't even shout call out. Geico. <laughs> shout out to Tune by the way, because that thing was clearly well charged. He was a responsible. Oh, yeah. Yes. Car and phone owner in well, the nineties. Here's the other thing. This is when you couldn't do anything else with a with a phone. You, like you, you couldn't even play snake with that phone. Yeah. That's how old no. that shit is. No, dude, man, poor he guy. He had the top down too, which meant he was in a good mood, mm-hmm. thinking he was going to have a really good day. Correct. Correct. I just, I also don't think the door removal was necessary. That move, I don't think. I think he could have really accomplished most of the things that he wanted to accomplish without driving forward, opening the door and slamming on the brakes in LA traffic to rip the Uh, door. I think he wanted to (laughs) remove any possible variable, like any hindrance that could potentially interrupt you getting on that bus. Like it's a better safe than sorry situation. Plus also Caroline, if you have the opportunity to (laughs) tear the door off someone else's car without consequence, you're doing it. Don't lie. Okay, fine. That's I like too that the LA traffic like filled in quickly behind them again. Like, oh yeah, people. That almost like, created a big situation. Yeah, again people were like, "God damn like, it!" There's another fucking door on the 405. <laughs> this asshole slamming on his brakes again in the middle of the day. Is that a door? You know who Just seemed to actually have a good day, like seemed to be enjoying things, is Lieutenant Mac. Because there are multiple <gasps> times where he's like, oh, that's my boy Jack. And so... it's like he's enjoying it like it's a game of capture the flag. So so I think he actually has a bad day, but he is the most supportive boss I think you will find in cinema. Because everything is going wrong. Like the map is wrong. They accidentally get this, like, they get this poor woman killed trying to get her off the bus when they shouldn't. Rip Helen. Like, they they have this cockamamie plan to put Jack under the bus and the thing immediately fucking, like, they're having a bad day where nothing works. But he's still, like, positive attitude all the time. Yeah. Like, what can we do for you, Jack? I love Joe Morton, by the way, too. Like, he's just a delight like he's I, really good in this wonderful yes. casting like he's just i i would like to work for him yeah that's a good yeah yeah he's, may not agree with all the hairbreed schemes but i know that i've got the support that's right yeah he's got he's, my back he's willing to try things he's yeah. he's not he's not playing he's not playing it by the book you know what he threw the book away no bad ideas when there's a bomb on a bus <laughs> No bad ideas. Guys, we're what just brainstorming the, here. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. What is the Ted Lasso fly where he's like, I'm sorry, you're right. I shouldn't bring an umbrella to a brainstorm. <laughs> That's Mac. He's like, come on. I, I want to hear him. I want to hear him. When the bombs on the bus, we're writing down anything. Yes, that's right. That's right. Pivot to video. Cool. Let's talk about it. For, uh, for IMDb trivia, I texted Caroline this. Uh, rich text. 100 plus <laughs> items. Sure. Yeah, I, I also have learned that you can edit IMDb like Wikipedia. So I, I would like to put down that 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 context in that. Power. All, yeah, way too much power. Yeah. Um, so only going to read off essentially like some casting stuff or uh, directing stuff. Uh, Rennie Harlan and Quentin Tarantino <laughs> was offered the chance to direct but turned it down. Rennie Harlan. 
Uh, Quentin, Quentin Tarantino's speed, uh, probably a lot more blood. Yeah. Um, probably incorporates the N word in a really uncomfortable way. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it with gets, Dude it, Man. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that whole scene. Yeah. Um, well, Rennie Harlan did Deep Blue Sea, right? Yes. And, Which cut, is, and I, Cutthroat Island, you might recall. <laughs> One of the most famous oh, flops man. of all time, Gina Davis. We still love you. Still love Gina Davis. Uh, love Jack Gina Nicholson me. and Robert De Niro considered for the role of Howard Payne. Um, yeah. I think either of those would have worked. I think so yeah, too. Hundred percent. I, I think so too. Uh, Kim Basinger and Meryl Streep offered the role of Annie, but declined. Okay. Excuse me. Yeah, I think you heard him. What's <laughs> that? <laughs> So Kim Basinger is coming off Batman or like a couple, it's a couple years after yeah, Batman. She's still yeah. very famous. Meryl Isn't Streep, I assume already has an much Oscar. Much more dramatic. Yeah. Between... I think, I think you probably cast someone else. Like, Although, does, she like have a, does she have a she... BYU jacket? Of <laughs> <Arizona>? <laughs> it is a stretch to be like, Oh, Meryl Streep went to Arizona. You're like, no, she didn't. <laughs> I meant more like Cougar versus Wildcat. (laughs) Come on. Come on. Be better, Caroline. So the the IMDB Be better, Caroline. (laughs) The uh so the thing about various it says various actors offered the role of Jack Traven and reportedly turned it down. This is where I think that a bunch of agents and a bunch of maybe even these actors have gotten a hold of the edit button on IMDb inserting <laughs> themselves. No, 30, 30 actors listed. Among them, Alec Baldwin, no. Stephen Baldwin, no. William Baldwin, <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Baldwin, you have turned this role down. Some of the some of these are very funny. So Nicholas Cage, uh, Richard Dreyfus, who was forty years old and very schlubby at this point. <laughs> Uh, Clint Eastwood, uh, Dolph Lundgren, Viggo okay. Mortensen, mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger. There's a bomb on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Selleck, John Glaude Van Dam, the uh, who we talked about before we started recording. He was uh, busy making suspension. <laughs> and and Wesley Snipes, but I mean, there's there's a million more. Like it's very fun. This movie is different with anyone. Keanu has a certain energy. I can definitively say that. Nick Cage is maybe the closest it would have gotten. Yes. Yeah. I just can't. And I know this is completely a byproduct of seeing this a million times and loving this movie. I just cannot see even some of the ones that are like more legitimately. You're like, okay, I can see how this would be like a legit action flick, whatever you want to call it. I just can't see it. It's can't like it's him. It's Keanu. Like, yeah, yeah, this is his. Like it's, don't mess with perfect (laughs) (laughs) well like what what was his repertoire at this point in his career because there's not a lot of clubs in the bag like (laughs) bill and ted is probably out right yeah bill bill and ted's 18 i'm looking at yeah bill Bill and ted point break point break had like just come out um wasn't he oh yeah he's in that dracula film yeah yeah wasn't he also in a shakespeare movie wasn't he in much ado about nothing had that come out yes that came out in 93 (laughs) so he went from shakespeare to speed correct (laughs) correct but yeah he was like i think 
a relatively still not unknown, but like not the person. This raised his profile significantly, right? Oh yeah, the he's, thing he's to like me box is... office. He's box office dynamite at yeah. this point. Yeah. The thing that's wild to me is um, Major only came out five years after he made Speed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's kind of isn't like... it kind of bare in between those five years? Doesn't he do? Oh, he does you're, forgetting the, you're forgetting the Devil's Advocate. The Devil's you're Advocate. You're forgetting which is... the Devil's Advocate. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, and there are a lot of like I... attempts at like Chain Reaction is a movie that like on paper you're like yeah maybe that would work. It didn't. John Enomonic is another example. Like there were attempts <laughs> before they got to the Matrix, but I am now just in a complete wormhole on much ado about nothing. Are you okay? Are you gonna are, be okay? Wait, are you cast. are you familiar with what's much ado about nothing? Are you familiar with this cast? No, this is new. Oh. I just I mean we, we put this is we fact- used to do great things in this country. We put Denzel in movies with Keanu Reeves. Correct. And, and the one cat. and the one doctor from House, who's not House, the other one. Yes. <laughs> the nice that's doctor. No, that's who it was. That's why I can't figure out. I was like, this guy looks familiar. Yeah. Who is that? Yeah. Robert Sean Leonard. Yeah. Famous Claudio. Mm-hmm. This is incredible. Yep. Melba Stanton is in it. Because this is back where like Kenneth Branagh can do whatever he wants. <laughs> Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh given what, Whatever he goddamn wants. We gave him the keys to Shakespeare. We did. We, we also gave you're... him the keys to Thor. <laughs> And he made it a Shakespeare movie, more or less. (laughs) And he dyed Chris Hemsworth's eyebrows blonde. Is this back-to-back episodes of of this particular set of people recording a pod where we brought up Shakespeare? Because last time we were talking about West Side Story. Yes, correct. 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 Listen, I stand by that. I, I think, though, of the three main roles... Sandy Bullock is the one that I think would be the hardest to replace. Oh, she's dynamite. I think I, think I have she's outstanding in there. Yeah, yeah. I think she is the one that I'm like. I don't know that somebody else could pull it off. She's so good. Quite the like with like quite the like endearing bristliness. I guess is yeah. the only way to describe it. Like you can tell and- that this character in in your life is like, oh, she's a problem at parties, but she's fun. <laughs> She is a literal wildcat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like when she's when she says, I lost my license for speeding, I know that it's like kind of like, ah, the titular. But I'm also like, you got a DUI. You super <laughs> got a DUI. You just don't want to say that to this cop. You might want a bone. The thing that the thing that like where Jack doesn't register, like why he's calling her wildcat. It's like in the back of his mind, he's thinking like, Oh, Howard is probably just generally has a good judge of character. Like he just gets a good, good read off Annie because she is absolutely wildcat. What an indictment, especially for this early (laughs) of PAC 12 football fandom for them to just (laughs) like, you know, for them to just be like, Oh yeah, you could just throw this around and you probably blow up a bus. Well, and don't they say later they're like, "Oh, good football team." She's like, "Yeah, I guess so." Yeah. Oh, yeah. She doesn't care at all. <laughs> she, no, she hasn't been. Like, okay. <laughs> sure, I did, guess. Did she graduate? She stole that. She stole that from <laughs> yeah. from an ex. She yeah. didn't even step foot on that's, campus. That's the like, yeah. I, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I guess she also. This was really the first thing that I remember her from. Oh yeah. Um. 
it, there's only one other one that I think might be a contender, and it I have to see the order of events here. Please hold. Because she was in Working Girl TV shoot series, which I did not watch. Shockingly, five year old Caroline did not okay, watch yeah, a show there, called Working Girl. There is there is a movie before this. Demolition Man. Demolition Man. No. Is the one. <laughs> An all time great. <laughs> Devilation Man is the one. Great job. So my, my favorite Sandra Bullock movie is probably While You Were Sleeping, which okay. I don't, is one of the most underrated rom-coms in the history of rom-coms. That movie is fantastic. I want you to say the plot out loud briefly, it's, and I want you to, 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 to listen to how creepy it is. Go ahead. It's so creepy. Go ahead. Okay, so Sandra Bullock is working at uh, the Chicago, what is the T in Chicago? Some sure. the train station. Yes. Yeah. She sees who th- she thinks is a very handsome man by my guy Peter Gallagher. Does she know Peter this man, G- Caroline? <laughs> More love for Peter Gallagher on this podcast for Caroline. <laughs> not the first time I've swooned over Peter Gallagher on this podcast. Caroline I need to go do through. the cut no, of Oh Peter Gallagher. Know. She okay. does not know Peter Gallagher. Good, great, great. Peter Gallagher comes through her turnstile every day. And he gets pushed into onto the train tracks by some classic rom com. Classic meet cute. <laughs> she jumps onto the tracks and saves his life. Where the he, he then, as a result of his head injury, goes into a, a brief coma and then has amnesia. Uh, she lies to his family, says that they were engaged. Um, well, that was a mistake because the, the nurse overheard her saying, "I was going to marry him," and she thought they were engaged. Introduces her as such. But while they're waiting for him to regain his memory, she falls in love with his brother, played by Bill Pullman. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, it's wonderful. It's a real heartfelt, super normal. How all love, how all love stories start. Right yeah. there. you know how you lie to a comatose man's family and then you fuck his brother. You know how Peter, you do that. Peter Boyle is the dad, and he's fantastic. You get oh, away with a lot in the '90s, but between. <laughs> Between these are, uh, there's a movie in here that's direct to video that we're gonna skip. Speed, while you were sleeping, and the net. What a like, what a three movie lineup that is. What a run, what a run for Fuck, Sandra. That's good. Yeah, it's solid. Have you watched the net recently? By the way, which I um, I I haven't, but I should. Yeah, she look at that. I mean, she had a good run of '90s babes too that she was sure. acting yes. across. Them, you know, yes. Jeremy Northam in the net is just wonderful work done by our good, good Caroline, pal Jeremy. Caroline, I can say this because we're not co-workers anymore. You're such a horny mom. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Actually, cry. <laughs> he's got a nice. He's a nice piece of work. <laughs> Caroline has spent this show, like that, like episodes all this year, thirsting over men who are like in their mid sixties. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> like mm, that Harrison Ford. I bet he knows oh, his no. way around a car. Oh no! I'm thinking about it. You're so right. <laughs> oh. The the Peter Gallagher clip will haunt me until the end of my day. <laughs> I need I need to go back and clip it so I can insert it whenever. <laughs> whenever. 
that was that was from the Palm Springs episode. <laughs> yes, when when Peter Gallagher is literally in his sixties. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, Peter Gallagher! I just love him so much. Uh, oh my man, goodness. she follows up while you were sleeping with the time to kill. Yeah, I mean, like, Sandy's yeah, a legend. It's a, it's a good, it's a good stretch of her career for sure. Yeah, as long as we skip over speed two cruise control. Listen, yeah, we'll, we'll, it, we're, it, we're gonna it, unpack it, that one at the end oh, of this episode. God. I have one more bit of trivia actually, because this movie is to me a was it a happy ending? Because uh, this piece of trivia. Technically, the body count is 14. All aircraft being towed have at least one person on the flight deck. So so the part we're supposed to be super happy about of them getting off the bus, they literally send a bomb into this poor person who's on the airplane. Okay, okay. (laughs) Like, of all the people who make bad decisions in this movie, I want the scene (laughs) at LAX, the LAX Tower, where they're like, hey... There's a bus with a bomb <laughs> on the runway, and they're like, "Oh, well, as long as it stays over there, normal operations can resume." <laughs> yeah. it's like we'll a fucking, we'll... it's like a postal plane too. Like, yeah. can you not say, "Hey, can everybody just stay still? We don't <laughs> need to resolved. tow this fucking plane until this bomb <laughs> situation is resolved." It made it unmanned. The bus unmanned through that hangar through a hanger, without yes. hitting anything correct and somehow finds the one plane that is still being moved around this airfield. but 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 it you it's worth it for and if you watch it with the captions on you'll really appreciate it because the bus hits the postal plane the guy who's like in the little tow cart who was pulling it they show him like running away from the fire afterwards and all he says is shit <laughs> it's like that's like the same reaction when like you hit a pole when yes. you're driving a little dog. Yes. like oh shit I nicked yes. the pole yes oh I dropped my sandwich shit <laughs> you just saw a bus blow up a plane dude <laughs> oh my god yeah L- LAX was just like nope we gotta keep these these delta flights aren't gonna move themselves alright <laughs> Just keep everybody away from that runway and it'll be fine, idiots. Oh, God. So 14 is the body count. That's... I, I'm trying to think how you get to that. I There's I feel like it's more. Toby. All right, well, let's start at the beginning. There's uh, nobody dies in the elevator scene. Nobody dies in the elevator no. scene. Um, bus driver... So other bus driver is the first guy to die, right? Yeah. yeah. Helen. Helen. Yeah. Um, oh no, there is somebody who dies in the elevator scene. The first time we see Dennis Hopper, the security guard comes up oh, to him yes. and he stabs him in the ear with a screwdriver. I, I had yeah. that as what worked as the, the first human interaction in this movie is Dennis Correct. Hopper stabbing a man in the ear with a screwdriver. That's right. That's right. That, so that works about, about that. this movie. So there are probably a few other things like that that we're forgetting that, yeah, you can probably get to 14. You can also be kind of. Like when when Harry and Co go in in the rigged yes. house, that, at that's least probably seven a big of chunk them there. Of them. Yeah, yeah, probably a big chunk yeah. of them. Toby on the subway, Toby for sure. Dennis Hopper, yeah. Um, huh. yeah, I, I can it. see. Yeah, you can you can kind of throw in however many with the uh, with the house with with yeah. the, yes, with that is house. sort of your grab bag of death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Uh, Caroline, what worked about this movie? Oh, man, everything. Um, everything. That's the thing. It's actually, like, what worked is a very broad category. With this yeah. I, this is one where 100% the chemistry between Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves worked. Absolutely. Like, better than a lot of rom-coms. <laughs> they had great chemistry, I thought, from the get-go. Better get -go. than Point Break, I've, too. Oh, yeah. Because in Point Break, the chemistry is between Swayze and and Keanu. Yes. Like you don't really feel that. And Lori Petty, Petty is in the way. Somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Kelly McGillis. You're like, mm -hmm. get out of here. Yeah, we have yeah, our yeah. love story Correct. here. We don't need yeah. you. No, there, there's um, legitimate electricity between these two in this movie. Yeah. I mean, this is a movie that sets the stakes high immediately and does not let up. Like it's just kind of the, the elevator stuff is like just setting the scene, right? It's fine. I, I don't know. I try not to think too hard about like what he's actually trying to accomplish. Uh, Dennis Hopper, like what, what is like, he's going to take these handful of business people hostage with to get, I don't you know. Like, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Uh, um, that part, I'm trying to think too hard about it. But as soon as you get, it's like bombing a bus. Got it. Straightforward. I'm in. Don't go below 50. Cool. Yeah. With you. Tracking. And the movie doesn't really stop. Like even no. in even in Die Hard, you have like times in the movie where like when uh when John McClane goes to the bathroom and he's like pulling glass out of his feet. Yes. He's having the, or when he's, he's having, like I'm going to talk to Carl Winslow on the yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right, yeah. We're just going to have a heart to heart <laughs> over the this speed is just like as soon as as soon as the bus blows up, it's like oh, we're moving for the next hour and a half. Yeah, I do think the um, the most '90s vibes I get for me are when they're coming out of that whatever fancy meeting that all those business people were having. A couple of those guys give me very strong like, yeah, maybe next time you can get me a better coffee, hun. Type vibe. Oh, <laughs> huge! Yeah. This movie wants huge you to hate Angelinos. In the office place. <laughs> Every LA native in this movie is a huge asshole. <laughs> Like yeah, huge it's, not, it's definitely not an LA tourism funded no, movie. It also <laughs> might, it might just want you to hate people though, because our only, our self-proclaimed tourist in this movie, Cameron, okay. it might, might literally be Cameron from Ferris Bueller. Let's, <laughs> let's pause on this for a second. This is a dude who is on this bus saying that he is a tourist come to visit LA he has no particular destination. He's not saying I'm taking the bus to here to go do this thing. This is like a fucking commuter bus. There are tour buses in LA. You can go on a bus that just takes you to tourist sites. He, again, this is happening, we think, at like nine o'clock on a work day. And his emotional reactions to almost everything are fucking insane. At some point in this movie, somebody should have said, are you the bomber? Are you in on this in some way? Like he is so suspicious in this shit. My favorite line of his though, for sure, is the like, "Oh, we're back at the airport." I already seen, I've already the, seen airport. the airport. He's clearly though, like, 
he is the type of person like whenever he goes back to work wherever he lives like we're assuming he's just cameron from ferris bueller like he's he's living in a suburb of chicago yes. he's got a job he hates hates his when dad. he try yep. when he yeah hates his dad when he tries to tell his co-workers about it he will have built up so much ill will to them like they don't want to hear anything as they so that that bus thing i was actually oh sure i listen i, kyle, I got a lot to do kyle got a lot to he do. took a photo of them lo- uh, unloading the shot bus driver he's gonna try to show that to people oh this he's, is a he's... photo of a man who was shot i saw it <laughs> it's not appropriate and then he chickened out when it was his turn to go off the bus yeah yeah and i think at the end we're supposed to like be nervous that he's going to die and it's a little bit like you know what omelets eggs it's how these things go <laughs> We we already lost Harry at that point. That's it's right. like we can, we can lose Cameron from That's Ferris Bueller. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Helen, man, Helen. Hel- yeah, gone too soon. Shout out yeah. Beth Grant, who was fucking awesome in everything. Mm-hmm. Anytime you yeah. see Beth Grant, she's yes. great. Yes. Yeah. Also, shout out to uh, Dennis Hopper for the the precision to just knock out the floor of the like the last step. Yep. Like my man made a bomb that was just like just that one spot not gonna mess anything else up not gonna blow up the other huge bomb that's on the bus just that one specific spot so this is the other thing i think works about this caroline you were saying like the elevator thing is sort of like okay why is he doing this whatever the movie and it takes a while to sort of get to this point but it sort of brings it up as they go it well i mean they sort of bring it up at, at the elevator scene frankly it very convincingly establishes that as much as Dennis Hopper is like, I just want my money. I didn't get what was due to me. It's very clearly like the money is secondary. He wants these bombs to explode. He's a content King. Yes. He (laughs) absolutely like he is there and he has that whole weird speech with Keanu where he's like a bomb is built to explode and you just prevent it from like living its happy life. And it's just like, Oh Yeah. I absolutely believe that unlike the villains in Die Hard who like are there for the money and pretending it's politics, whatever, but you believe that like, yeah, they're just trying to make off with a bunch of fucking bearer bonds. Like, oh yeah, Dennis Hopper just wants to blow up modes of transportation. That's his thing. <laughs> this is like if, if, the, if yes. the Paul brothers were were terrorists, like they, they would be they would be Dennis Hopper. <laughs> Okay, this this unpacks this. Okay, this I, I want to kind of unpack like Howard and his motivations because mm-hmm. like yes, he just wants shit to blow up. Yes, when they storm his house, yeah, he's living in a pretty nice place. Like he is retired. Yeah, he is he has moved to L.A. Yeah. so that house is not cheap. It's a nice house. He's got some nice furniture. He's got some art in there. Clearly has a ton of disposable income and time to be able to purchase these bombs. Rick, he, he's 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 renting out other office space because he's got his little bombing hub in there. Uh, <laughs> like th- this money, I, I think I'm wondering if he's much like probably Dennis Hopper, just deeply in the hole financially for some sure. other things. Like if you're operating a terrorist attack that is captivating the entire city and you can't let like the big 10 noon game go, you're probably gambling really heavy for a long time. Like he needs, he, he he's not retiring on this 3.7. Yes. He's paying someone back. Yes. He's, he's like, <laughs> Cause on... it's a very specific amount of money. I need 3.7 and I need it like three hours. <laughs> <laughs> right. I like the idea that on the side of trying to get $3.7 million, he's like, I also have a hundred dollars on Illinois. 
It's that he would have loved that nine overtime game. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, that's that's an entirely plausible theory, frankly, because the the movie like it tries to suggest that like he got injured by a bomb and had to retire, and there like the money thing is so thinly discussed that it's very clearly like, oh, this is not what it's about at all. Yeah. And it's like it's, such again, it's such a ra- I mean, I don't. Well, he such also a random he, amount for he plans everything bomb related is planned to the fucking T. He knows where the buses are going to be, where Jack's going to be, who's doing what, how to make the elevator look like it's on like all of that is fine. And when the money comes, when it's time for the money, he is foiled by an exploding ink pack, the <laughs> simplest fucking thing in the world. And it's just like, nope, plan ruined. And he's he was a cop for thirty years, yes, and he correct. didn't think that he was coming. Digging the hole under the trash, and the trash bag is still in there. By the way, yes, there's a hole in the bottom of the trash bag too. Yeah, yeah. like so it wasn't like they just took the trash bag out and like whatever. Nope. Um, I hope he was standing there waiting for a while, whatever. Like just people throwing random <laughs> shit. Where, where, with with, with just, like half... just being like, are we gonna fucking do this or? Like they got banana drunk... banana yeah. peels coming down. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. A half drunk like latte. You're like, god damn it. <laughs> he's just he's just sitting down there like the city's so fucking wasteful. Like I should <laughs> should just bombed everyone. Yeah, yep. a mess. Yeah, he thinks through all of that, but not he's also he doesn't at all sweat that they figured out his identity. Like, Oh, I guess oh, the watch led you to me. It. He's happy about it. The thing is though, like in, so in heat, like yeah. De Niro has the thing where he has lined up what he has lined up the getaway route, like the, the identity, like he's getting out of town. Like he's like, he's got the runway. Like Howard is just in the subway tunnels with this bag of money. And his face is going to be plastered all over every newspaper and news station throughout the city no back it doesn't seem like he works with any crew whatsoever like what what is he gonna do like fucking like hitch a ride he will he will walk around as he does for much of this movie with dynamite strapped to him and just dare somebody <laughs> to fuck with him <laughs> get out of like, jail that's, free that's the plan that's the plan is i will blow myself up if you're mean to me it just is the little handheld thing like yes. the stress that is added with one of those where it's like don't shoot me or i let it go right like- right right and the best part is it all works perfectly. You don't care at all. Like Dennis Hopper yeah. is so good. Like every scene he's in, you're just like, I wish I had more of this guy. Like mm-hmm. I, the benefit, like when we've talked, we talked about this, I think on an episode a while back with like, with Burt Reynolds, like the benefit when people capable of great performances are also capable of being severely in debt and therefore have to take every role possible is sometimes they end up in ridiculous movies and small roles that they needed to take because they needed like an extra hundred grand to pay someone off. And it's, it's great. It's absolutely like, it's what a treat to have Dennis Hopper and Oscar winner in this role is like this terrorist. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Yes. Yes. For the longest time I could not, Figure, remember if, if it was Dennis Hopper or Anthony Hopkins in this movie. Oh, that would be very different. That'd be very so, different. Kid. Now I'm like, now I'm like, clearly Dennis yes, Hopper. Yeah, but yeah. as a kid or whatever, like a teen, I was like, is that which which is it, Hopper Hopkins? Which guy was it? And I like see, now I'm like, I you idiot. Yeah, I agree it's not quite you. as bad as the Pullman Paxton thing, where like those are two very different people. Um, but yeah, I for the longest time was and that that is a very different movie getting made if it's Sir Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> no. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is also a great extended universe movie. Like we've talked mm-hmm. about, like this could possibly be Cameron from Ferris Bueller who's coming in here. Annie could have uh, rebounded from this experience and decided to join the FBI. And then we get miscongeniality. Um, Johnny Utah finally changing his name and getting into the LAPD because they're like, hey, man, g- going by the same name you did when you played in the fucking Rose Bowl. Like, <laughs> ma- ma- like you can't like. You can't be SWAT officer Matt Barkley. Like it's just not. It's just you not maybe gonna could work. give it a few more years, and you maybe could. <laughs> like it's it's a really good extended universe movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, you forgot the best one. Harry survived the explosion, and in his recuperation, makes a good friend named Lloyd. What a fucking year for Jeff Daniels. Yeah. Same year, same, same- na- character name. All of it. A fearless man. Playing Harry. A fearless, fearless man. Like, not many two movie years better than better than this one. Well, I, I didn't do any research on this beforehand, but like, I feel like if you're gonna have two movies come out, like Dumb and Dumber, iconic comedy of the '90s, this is like an action movie that still endures almost 30 years later. Like, great, great stuff. It is Jeff very, Daniels. it is very hard. Here's what's hard to do: it's hard to be in two big movies that are this different. And also, neither of them are really the genre for which you are, like, widely acclaimed and known. Nobody is like, ah, yes, the action star. (laughs) Action star Jeff Daniels. Right. What's even harder to do is preface this twofer with playing Joshua Chamberlain in Gettysburg, which was Mm. the year before. Sure. A a staple of uh, board middle school high uh, history (laughs) teachers. Like I, re- I actually do remember seeing. We saw Gettysburg in on the ba- in the base theater in England. That's where it had to have been. There was an intermission. The movie was so long, like they had like a little pause. That's why it's good for history class because you know you're gonna heat up at least two classes with this. Yeah. He then yeah. parlays this into the live action Hundred and One Dalmatians. <laughs> Man. Jeff Daniels is just kind of throwing like spaghetti up against a wall and seeing it's, what sticks. Fly away home. <laughs> oh my a, goodness. He's got a complicated career. Yeah. Do you remember that movie? Ways. Yeah. The one where it's like, I have to build a plane to help geese. Yes. Anna Paquin. Yeah. <laughs> Do I remember fly away home? I'm a red blooded American, aren't yeah, I? Yeah, He had a full beard in that movie. He'd probably just use the Gettysburg beard over again. Are you falling in love with him? 
comedy was in Pleasantville too. Holy crap! Uh, he was he was so fucking good in Looper. I love Looper, by the way. When can you guys I, are ready to do Looper, I've ever we're doing seen Looper. It. Oh, can Looper's I, fucking great. Can I ask a question that I think may be divisive about this film, though? Does the last act work? I know we're saying the whole thing is good, and I agree with that. I know we're saying, but like, does it work? Objectively, no. Okay. Okay. I, I, can we transition this this question into yeah. what didn't work? They brought Annie to the fucking crime scene for no reason. <laughs> for no, like uh, this was a thing. No, no, there was alone? there was one reason. There Which was is... a reason that Keanu, because he is horny. Oh he yeah, like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But like, you can clearly like find another place. You don't have to bring her to work. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> hey, like... we're gonna catch this guy at the hostage drop. You stay right here. I swear, my apartment is like two blocks away. As soon as we're done with this, yeah, it is. It is not super satisfying that the the route by which she becomes a hostage at the end is she gets brought to like the police staging area for no goddamn reason she wanders out of an ambulance because she's bored and dennis hopper happens to see her like that's how it happens and considering everything else is so meticulous and thought out and like planned it feels very haphazard like, very, there's very no way he could have predicted that Annie was going to be on the bus, become the bus driver because the bus driver got shot, that they were going to have chemistry, fall in love in this brief, stressful sure, situation. Sure. And that then they would all survive and then she would then be at the... Correct. <laughs> so, like, I think, like, his if his broad plan is, I will go get the money and I will take a hostage and I'll make, this time I'll make them wear the bomb vest, that all tracks. It's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. like, that, that it was her is, like, a little too cute. Almost. He got real lucky. Yes. 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 Which yes. like he knew too. He saw her and he's like, Oh, it's my lucky day. Like yes. who, who of all also, these people, the it's Annie. Is, like that's, that's perfect. So the plan is he's, he's going to get on the train with her. Right. And she's got the bomb vest. I'm assuming this, this is the world where Keanu doesn't show up. They get on the train. The train is speeding away. He says, like, it'll blow up and they'll all come to you, but I, that's not where I'll be. Where will you be, my dude? You're on a train that can't stop. How are you getting off and where are you going on foot? What? This doesn't make sense. Because it's like, the, I feel like they would be able to see, oh, trains, trains stop there. So, like, it exploded Anything. down the line, but it stopped Toby, right there. Toby told us it stopped. <laughs> it's fucking, yeah. It's, this, that's, is, this is what happened. This is like, Yandabot yeah. was like, guys, we're sitting at, an hour and 40 minutes yes i feel like we got it a hour 35 is not cutting it like we're at 95 minutes we gotta we gotta find something else we need a perfect shakespearean third act like someone yeah. called branna <laughs> like i i think i listen you can't put this in this movie and i understand why but i think the funnier way to do this would have been like all right we're gonna give him his money you see dennis hopper scurry away with the cash, you see him like by himself. He opens it up, and it's a bomb, and he blows up. <laughs> but they can't do that. No, not cool. I, even with the third act, I still feel it ends a little abruptly for me. Like well, with, with them just out, like amongst just making the out, of LA, being so watched that, by a bunch of people. Yeah. In terms of putting it. In terms of the, the category that I forgot about, the recent with the strikeout, the worst thing about this movie or the yeah. thing that doesn't work at all. So there's there's bringing Andy to the ransom drop again with the was this a happy ending? 
as soon as they're done making out, Jack needs to go bring a folded American flag to Harry's wife. Like his best friend yeah. died. Oh like yeah. Three hours. Yeah. Three or hours Ma- or Mac that. has to do it. Like <laughs> that might be on Mac at that point. I mean, again, yeah. yeah. Keanu's like, listen, I've done my duty. I've right. got to see this through. Right. I mean, also, I guarantee you Harry's wife doesn't like Keanu. <laughs> she does not. She want doesn't want to see him. Flag. No, no. <laughs> um, the, the question I can't believe we haven't like talked about yet. How how long until Jack and Annie are making it back to someone's apartment? Annie lives with like six roommates for sure. Correct. So it's probably yes. Jack. <laughs> yes, yes, it's probably Jack. Um that day, right? Like yeah. Yeah. That, that's the next stop. They've already received med well, I guess they need another round of medical attention because they've yeah. been in another yeah. horrific accident. And she can't drive anywhere. Correct. Yeah. His and car so they're getting dropped off at his house. His car was abandoned on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget he's also been covered in gasoline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. He they both smell terrible, terrible. right? Oh, they yeah. both smell it's... terrible. Yeah. yeah. It's been a long day. They should probably have lunch first. <laughs> <laughs> like he didn't even get to get his muffins from the cafe because the he... bus blew up. <laughs> this is I again. This man is so severely hungover. Yes. Yes. <laughs> There's no world in which he either need, doesn't need like a bacon, egg, and cheese. Like, and a. I need, I need a 32 ounce orange Gatorade <laughs> right now. Or they just go straight to like shooting whiskey. I see. Oh, it's it's bo- it's yeah. leave the bo- it's a leave the bottle situation. How mad yeah. do you think he was when he got to like the staging area and he was like, "You guys don't even have fucking sandwiches? Are you kidding me?" Do you think God at some damn. point during the day he thought about it? he's like, "I left my muffins on the counter. You think they like they took them off? They you think they're in a bag waiting no. for me?" No or, like, do you think no I chance. Have them? No chance. I, I would have loved if they threw in like he's doing something and then it's just like. My muffins. <laughs> just like dry heaves a little. <laughs> just in his mouth and swallows it. Has a moment. He's like asking asking people on the bus if they have ibuprofen. You have gum. Please tell me you have gum. <laughs> because I'm thinking, of, well, how old do we think Jack is here? Uh, 30? 25? Tw- 26. Yeah. 26. So he can still yeah. bounce back pretty well. So he's probably yeah. like. Harry's the one. No, yeah. Harry's the one. <laughs> I mean, you see him. Like, Harry's desk. Harry's going through. Also, like, there's no way Harry Harry suits up and, and goes for that to uh, no. Hopper's house. There's no, no way. He's no. like, you guys call me when you get there and let me know how this goes. Yes. He's like, I'm going to be taking an extremely painful shit. Why you guys do that? I'm taking the I, I I'm gonna you know what I I took a fucking slug to the thigh like I what do we think like two weeks ago a week yeah, but I'm gonna lead this I'm gonna lead this raid yes yeah yes. no there's zero percent yeah. chance that that's happening how long just, ago do we think the elevator bombing was like a couple like three we do, weeks maybe you remember yeah you remember back in the day when we would watch cop award ceremonies yeah. on the so evening I was, news. <laughs> yes, yes. it's very well publicized and yeah. promoted like this was like there was nothing on tv you... at this point honestly it was like if it wasn't tgif like thursday night yeah you know if it was like two nothing was on tv on like tuesday. A tuesday night yeah. yeah let's watch a police medal ceremony it's fine so 
also Hopper is he's watching the ceremony because he does like the little you know the thumbless clap way to yes. go Jack yes yes presumably he is then going to the bus depot at the ass crack of dawn or like in the middle of the night to rig these buses what else has he got to do man he's retired <laughs> he's not a people person he loves bombs <laughs> the way my I think honestly the most impressive thing that he pulls off in the whole thing is the calling of the uh payphone. I always find that to be such a stressful. Yeah. It's just like, it's such a great movie like trope where it's like, I'm going to call this, this, this payphone. Hope the person I want picks it up. The whole movie's <laughs> fucked. If Jack doesn't pick like Hopper then spends the next three hours trying to get a hold of Jack. Yes. He's like, <laughs> call the coffee shop. He's like, Hey, the muffin guy. Can you, Jack's is he there? Passed out in bed. Like he has, he slept through three alarms. <laughs> <laughs> he's in some beachfront house two like, buses have blown up and it's like oh shit just 100% has a mattress on the floor and a box as a like nightstand yes. like 100% yes. this yes. man has a folding chair in his living room yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's got the full the McConaughey bedroom from True Detective yeah sad it's deeply sad <laughs> um the glaring thing here with this movie is that like there's there's no way the bus stayed above 50 the whole time like it they're taking curves right hand turns sure. going uphill like i mean there's just no yeah way. no there, yeah, there there's no way there are several scenes where just visually you're like that bus is not going fast enough i think they mostly try i this is the other thing i i, I enjoy about this is i think they try to uh make it feel physically real most of it except for the jump the fucking freeway jump is is maybe the funniest thing in an action film right i'm gonna clear out you you walk us through the jump because you sent the video of the actual okay. jump so so the setup for the jump is really 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 good because the whole premise is that the cops have like the maps you got at AAA back in the day. And that's where they're deciding like, oh, we're going to route them onto this, this unfinished free, this, this freeway that's not in use, but that is clearly finished, right? Nope. <laughs> and the only option they decide they have is to jump what is described as a 50 foot gap. How big is the section? 50 feet, at least. There's a gap in the road up ahead. It's big. You're kidding. How big? What? You gotta get these people off the bus somehow. You know I can. What did he say? Jack? In the freeway. <laughs> um, for some reason, the answer to this is we'll just floor it. As if the bus will, like, Tinkerbell will itself over the freeway, which it does, because in the movie, as it's depicted, the bus more or less is briefly possessed by Free Willy and jumps a la that over this freeway gap. Like, it gets an absurd amount of air, but you can go on YouTube and you can find the, like, the behind-the-scenes footage of them filming this stunt. Which they did with a real bus, and they like you know try to get footage of a bus jumping. They they do it off a ramp. It's like I don't know what would you say, like a six seven foot ramp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's up there. 
And when they do this, <laughs> the second the bus is off the ramp, it's, it's the heaviest thing in the world <laughs> falling back to Earth. It may be, to the extent this bus going off a ramp, like, surpasses any gap, it's three feet tops. <laughs> I think I said there's no way this bus is for sure going head first into the other side. Oh my right? god! No, if it, there's no, it's falling straight. No, it's, it's it's not. not yes, yes, it would be. It would be. It would be like Mario just running into a gap <laughs> and just falling straight down with the sad oh music god. and everything. Yeah, it's. Yes. It's an incredible moment. Incredible bit of acting by Joe Horton when he's getting when uh when when line. Richard Lineback is telling him the other cop is telling me like we got a gap they didn't finish and then he's like he tells him, how You're big and he says like 50 feet at least and for like a half second Mac like steadies himself <laughs> like he has the realization like oh they're fucking dead and then yeah. he turns back with all the enthusiasm in the world to Jack and he's like Jack we got a problem <laughs> <laughs> he said, we got a problem but it's gonna be fine it's gonna be fine <laughs> and the guy in the front seat is like I guess they fell behind (laughs) in finishing it. And then he goes, you're fired. Everyone's fucking fired. Everyone's fucking fired. God. It's it's like, it's, it's like, it's it's so hilarious. They're like, yeah, this is it. This is the one. And you know what? In 1994, everybody was like, yep. No, loved it. Go with it. Print it. And I said, my next note was coward LAPD, not making the jump with them. <laughs> you think they should have filmed them Louise in like cars <laughs> holding hands? Just all taking it together. The bus makes it, but all the patrol cars <laughs> just look. I'm before that when they finally figure out, like they get a hold of everybody, whatever. Their original, their initial police escort is shit. It's so bad. It's not clearing out anybody. It's just making it worse. Like, it's just an absolute disaster. And I was just laughing because I also just see it's, uh, yeah, there's a few things in here that are just scathing indictments of the uh, Los Angeles metro area transit completion projects because, like, the train tracks aren't done. The bridge is. Caroline, everything that can go, like, admittedly, They've been Dennis Hopper has placed them in a bad situation, but everything else is what makes it worse. It's like they get to LAX and what do they do? They fucking blow the tires coming in. Yeah, they get to see what the bomb is looking like. And what do they do? They fucking puncture the gas. Like there are a lot of times where it's Dennis Hopper is like, holy shit, this is the best day of my life. (laughs) Are you kidding me? You guys are making this amazing. Um, Can we talk about the can scene? Yeah. Yeah, because I yeah I was actually I was I was gonna bring that up. Yeah. All right. So two <laughs> things I love. First of all, this is like where Keanu's Canadianness is is so strong. Like the it's fact cans. that cans, cans, <laughs> Annie, it's cans. <laughs> I want to reflect on the fact that for no reason in this film, Jan de Bont said, you know what we should do? We should make the audience think that they hit a baby. We, I think that would be really funny if we Jan let the audience, if we, showed, if we showed a baby carriage 
flying through the air. <laughs> and for a brief moment, everybody's like, holy shit, she just killed a baby. Like, wouldn't that be good? And then at the end, it's like, not that at all. Like, totally unnecessary. Not even like, just that. But Wildcat Annie, while she was devastated that she yeah. had a baby, she didn't she didn't even have the instinct to tap the brake. No, <laughs> she was like, it's no. me or you, baby. No, no, but that's why she had to be the driver. <laughs> uh the other thing in this the, well, so the other thing that can scene is great for is like every pedestrian in this movie is a goddamn moron. Oh out of control. The, the woman, the, the, the woman guardian. The guardian oh of like 15 God. kids. Middle schoolers. I, I, who's like, oh, two cops just screamed by. I see a gap. Go. <laughs> go cross. <laughs> this bus is coming quickly. I'm sure they'll stop. <laughs> like just absolute morons. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. God. So who's who's the worst at their job in this movie? Because like wo- woman shepherding the kids is up there. She's she's at pole position right now. Hmm. Hopper already, objectively really good at his job. Like if his job is just great. chaos, he's really good at he's it. He's great. Yeah. Um, I've already taken the LAX ground crew to task. I think they really <laughs> fucked up. Um, is is Keanu good at his job? Yeah. Oh, he, Keanu's. He, he, so this is no. This is the thing I love about this movie, which is very different from Top Gun. Top Gun, <laughs> you know, is all about Maverick's journey to like become a different pilot. Blah blah blah. We did that episode. Yeah. Sure. In this movie, when they're at the when they're all getting hellaciously drunk to be hung over the next day on accident <laughs> on bomb day, um, they have this moment where Harry and Mac are like, "You got lucky. Like this, you can't always be this cavalier. You can't always be this like, you know, superhero cop. It's gonna catch up with you." And in theory. In a different movie, you would write it so that he has to do something different, and he never yeah. does. No. He still is just 100% Jack, and it doesn't matter at all. Harry's the one who dies. Yeah. Harry's the one who has to eat <laughs> shit for doing good police work. But here's the question. Did they not ask the candidates in the LAPD what they would do in a hostage situation before they became police officers? Because he's doing this, okay, pop quiz. Yeah, that's something that you should be asked before that point of your career. I feel seems like. like it should have been covered. I feel like that should be a whole chapter, like just really at least at least on at least one of those little breakout boxes yeah, off to the side. Did you know? Yeah, <laughs> like one of those. If someone takes a hostage, here's some things you can try. We're and like, like, oh, that's with- that's who discovered chromium. That's cool. <laughs> Also, like, <laughs> shoot the hostage should not be your first answer. Well, if you're trying to clip somebody, like, where where the body's arteries? Like, honestly, a real right. like, what if he shot you in the head situation? Mm-hmm. Like, same. Mm-hmm. Like, Jeff Daniels is taking taking wild slugs in '94. Yeah. And also, yeah. I think that scene works better. The he's being literally held hostage by. Dennis Hopper. I can never remember his character name. He's Dennis Hopper. Um, there's no subtlety in what he is telling Keanu Reeves to do. No. <laughs> I understand that that really there's not much that Dennis Hopper can do in that situation now that his like one gigantic shotgun is out of shells and he can't project like he's not going to blow up the whole thing. Uh, but he's literally just like, Jack, shoot the hostage. <laughs> 
it's not like remember that convo we nope. had. No, nope. it's not like Iron Man three with the like you know you telling the not, kid how to deal with the bullies. Like you could not risk trying to be clever with Keanu at this. No, point. no. needed yeah. that level of directness. <laughs> And even then, it took a second. <laughs> That's when when Hopper calls him with the bomb, though, with the to, to set up the bomb on the bus. Like he he's rehearsed it a few times. He's like, "All right, I need you to understand. Like if they go, like yes. he's laying it out very carefully. He's yeah. like an idiot. He's like, he was like just short he of being says, like, listen, he I says, focus, Jack. <laughs> listen, I tape the instructions under one of the seats for you, just in case you forget. There's twenty dollars on the kitchen counter. <laughs> Buy your brother pizza. How many times do I have to walk you through this? Was there, is there something that we think he's told after he tells him where the bus is and he runs off? Like, I feel like I'd make sure that the guy who's telling me all the info about the bomb on the bus is done. Caroline, he doesn't, he doesn't even wait for the phone call to be done before he leaves. That's what I mean. That last cool? line, the last line could have literally been, and I've got a camera on the bus, so I'm going to be watching yes, you. So don't right. try anything. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. No. Okay. That's, that's one thing that doesn't work. There's the a camera. camera? Dennis Hopper's like, Dennis Hopper's like, Jack, Jack, Jack. Did, Hold on, you... let me let me hang up and call this. Pay for... oh, it's busy. <laughs> that that's one thing that doesn't work about this one. Harry figures out that he is an ex cop just based on the the watch being a timer, the watch that he cannot see. Yeah, but he doesn't ever think. Hey, Jack, we we check. There might be a camera on the bus. Like, look look at the top. Like, do you see anything? Is there mm-hmm. any? Is there any camera? Is there any way he could be watching you? Like, n- not a single person thinks like. Maybe you put a camera in the bus. I think he I just think thinks he calls wild everyone wildcat. They at least they at least try to cover that with the with the television choppers. They're like he's what he's clearly watching us, and this must be how he's doing it. It is extremely lazy because it's not like he looks and he's like ah this small camera. It's like the size of a half a loaf of bread just <laughs> stuck behind the rear. 1994. Yeah. It's a big camera. I, he got I, that at service merchandise. I love this theme in, in the movies though, like where the, Oh, it's the news's fault for covering the story, but yes. like it, it's never better than in Die Hard, where they track down John McClane's family and like out him in front of, yes. in front yes. of the terrorist. Yes. Yes. You're like, if both your parents are in there, right? Please We're come outside home. John McClane's house. <laughs> Yes, and in Die Hard, they're sort of like, oh, isn't that sleazy? But all the people, all the news is doing in this movie is like, hey, please be aware there's a bomb bomb bus driving around LA. We think you should know about that. Probably good info it to have. It seems helpful. Yeah. yeah. Cans, Cans lady wasn't paying attention. Can! <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, get off the street. Folks. She's so pissed. She's so, she's she's so like, mad. She's like ready to fucking fight Sandy Bull. You asshole! <laughs> That day for her, like everyone in the city remembers the day where there was the the bomb bus, and like for for Can's lady, it's like that She's fucking like, bus oh, ruined my guy. I had all these fucking perfect. Maybe she had the worst day in an in a nineteen like a nineteen fifties baby carriage. Oh, and they set it up where she's like talking to this younger woman before, so you're like, oh, the hug goodbye. Yes, it's like cheek. she's grandma's taking the baby with her, and yeah. it's like again. This serves no point in the movie other than to make you briefly think a baby is tired. <laughs> Just to traumatize Sandra Bullock. In a movie that's audience. got plenty of tension already. Let's uh let's roll into best scene. Okay. Um 
I mean, like we said, this is three acts. It is hard to separate this out into scenes because like elevator bomb is one huge long sequence. Like that's like a 20 minute scene. And then including a gratuitous ass shot. Yes. Yeah. Very, very nineties where it's like, of course we got the upskirt. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So unnecessary. Like, you know, there's someone who's like, Jan, should we take that again? He's like, no. No, we shouldn't. Jan gets lost in the ridiculousness of this movie is Jack and Harry nearly totaling their car as they speak. <laughs> yes, that's right. Nearly fucking flipping it. He got like 12 feet of air on that. <laughs> He is a terrible driver. That's why he doesn't drive the bus. It is so unnecessary. They yeah. flew into that spot. Oh, yeah. The whole operation at the office building is hilarious to me. Because mm-hmm. oh. he's just like, we could just go upstairs. Let's check this out. And I thought that they had like run that by Mac. Nope. Because he's like, what floor are they on? <laughs> what are they doing? Who's doing what now? <laughs> Where? Like no. Mac clue doesn't what's seem happening. too on top of of the the standard of operations. Also, that was that crane made out of paper mache. <laughs> <laughs> it folded like a cheap suit. It was it, some, it was somehow the world's weakest crane with the longest cable bus. <laughs> <laughs> Just the other part too was. Like, you know someone... how people will describe, like, how if you were to uh, undo all your intestines, how far they'd go? That was the cable on this <laughs> crane. <laughs> there was someone, I think the guy who worked security at the office building, maybe, when they were standing on, like, the bottom floor. And basically, he was like, I don't know, they should have smashed into the ground by now. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's ready to go home. He's ready to call it. Like... The nonchalance of, like... No, well, they should be. They should be des- destroyed by this point. I do like when the elevator finally drops, and all the cops on the ground floor are like, "Fuck, that's loud." <laughs> sorry, oh we totally, God. Kyle. Once again, we totally derailed you. <laughs> no, scene. this. Sorry, no, I mean we're we're rolling through the scenes because yeah. uh, then we've got, I guess, bomb on bus the the entire chase down again. Mm-hmm. That's like a long sequence from the moment that he. The moment that the bus blows up to the moment he gets on the bus is like this running sequence. It doesn't really stop. Like he hijacks the car like a lot of also has got to be a better way to tell these folks that there's there's a bomb on the bus. He tried. He tried like that. That's the 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 funniest part of that scene is when he's running, when the bus is stopped in traffic, it hasn't hit 50 yet. And Annie is like, don't let him on. Don't let him on the bus. It's like, you just did this. You literally were just <laughs> laying up for you. You asshole. Annie is also an agent of chaos. Yes. Yes. I think that she, when we talk about who had the worst day, I think she legit had the best day. Because, like, oh. in a weird way. I understand that the trauma, this is with the cans and being, you know, Helen was, Helen was a friend. Helen was a friend. Yeah, Helen was a friend. Maybe not the best day. I just think that she was someone that like thrived in the situation. She 
got it. You know, she took over driving. She saved a bunch of people's lives, like met a hunky police officer. Oh, no, you know, there was some trauma. There were some things that she didn't have to go to say. work. Didn't have to go to work. There's always the thing with these events that it's like, how are you going to parlay this into 15 minutes of fame or some money or something mm-hmm. like that? Annie probably doing the best. She's probably doing a couple morning shows, maybe maybe like Good Morning, maybe America, a season of Road Rules. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's she's early in on the real world. Uh, yeah. Cameron from Ferris Bueller probably could sell those pictures. So like like Time or Newsweek or something like that. Like he's probably doing well. Annie could probably get that DWI expunged from her record. I would think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like it's like the scene in it's like the scene in uh oh uh, Inside Man where the mm-hmm. woman shows up to translate Albanian with a bunch of parking tickets and she's like I want these taken care of. Like Annie probably has that leverage. Yeah. The only person who I don't think can parlay this in anything is guy who shot the bus driver. I think like at the end, like they're all, you know, like that's the thing. They all, they put them all on this bus. Like they get them all off on the other bus and they're all like, wow, this is great. And then the cops start like slowly looking at the guy who shot the bus driver. They're like, you're, you're not leaving. (laughs) 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 We've got some more paperwork for you to fill out. Here's the thing about how he told them. Yes, you're right. He tried. I just maybe think that in the initial message, it's important yeah. to say, don't go under 50 miles per but hour. But how would you do that? <laughs> he had him just write down the thing. Just say like, dude, man, you've already done so much for me. What with the car. <laughs> I feel like we've already, we're already working as such a good team. <laughs> yeah. Can you write bomb on bus? Don't slow below 50. Yeah. Like, yeah. like don't go under 50. You know, like stay above 50, anything that, because then what does he immediately do? Slows puts down. the brakes sure. on right and then he's right. like no you have to do mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. buddy like let's this is the important key information is really don't go below 50 like maybe just put that on there say like sure. don't slow below 50 there's those tiktoks where it's like the if the movie ended in like three minutes and it's like the weasley twins looking at the marauders map and it's like oh ron has a guy named peter Pettigrew in his bed <laughs> and credits <laughs> like this would be if like jack gets the phone call about the other bombed bus and like and you know, Hopper tells him what it is and he goes, okay, thanks. And he hangs it up and then he calls, like he calls the office. He's like, Hey, you, we're the LAPD. Like we can contact all the buses. Like the buses have a radio system. Yeah. Put it, put a shout out to all the buses. Like just stop, stop, stop driving. And yeah. it's like, and, and credits. Yeah. <laughs> done. Yeah. Done. We're all done. Yeah. Instead. He's like, no, I'm going to, I need to take off and steal this man's car. Shoot man. Justice I mean, for man. Yeah. So as far as the, when they're when he's on the bus, the entirety of him being on the bus, like picking if we're just talking scenes, it's all like the cool thing about it is there's something happening on the bus at all time. Again, like there's never a part yeah. where he's like sitting in the bathroom taking glass out of his feet. Like one, it's <laughs> it's finding the bomb, like and describing it to Harry. There's yeah. you know, then it's I love them the relay. I love the relay scene to <laughs> and he won't swear. He doesn't say the same. Oh gosh. I really I really like the scene where the driver gets shot because it is so like, I think you're supposed to think like, Oh, okay. He's on the bus now. So like things will be under control. And the fact that they immediately steer out of control in multiple directions, because it's not like he actually, Jack actually handles the situation reasonably well. He's like, look, I'm not here for you. 
I am go- taking every step I can to not be a threat so that you will just calm the fuck down. And then Gigantor is like, I'm going to tackle this man with the gun. It's, it's probably the least authentic part of this movie is an officer showing a de-escalation. <laughs> 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 if this is authentic, Jack would have completely forgotten about the bomb. Yes. And like, uh, yeah, th- I mean, I like that part in the bus. The jump is really fun. Like, because of the exchange between like Mac and Jack about the uh, about what's going on, like yes. that's a lot of fun. Yeah, um, going under the bus to potentially try to defuse the bomb, but then like you're not even gonna do it. But like, hey, let's do the own goal of stabbing the gas yeah. tank. Like, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, horrible plan. And have Super to get like pulled out from like like as if he was being delivered by the bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gigantor was the OB. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> I also do love the their exit plan from the bus is just mm. pure chaos as mm-hmm. well. Like, mm-hmm. hold on, I'm gonna just like tilt this real quick. So many We're gonna parts of this jam movie. a pipe in there. Oh, so many parts of this movie are like the LAPD are like, we gotta go to Home Depot super quick to get like a board <laughs> or some shit. They found they had the board ready. They had a huge like swatch of rope for him to like tie the to set up the, the yes. steering wheel the perfectly sized pipe to keep it floored between the seat and you know, the, the and gas pedal. Janky as shit. Like none <laughs> of their shit looks nice. Like someone was in the other car yes. like cut like sawing this thing down. Yes. yes. Oh man. You guys Mac, you still have that plywood guy? <laughs> <laughs> you know what see I am I absolutely love it. And I don't now now that I think about it, I don't know that I could name another well, there's all sorts of movies to do. I think there's a Mission Impossible that does it too. I love a looped recording to mm. trick oh, the yeah. bad guy. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. And so, and it's just that the moment where you kind of wonder if like that bag thing is going to catch on there. Mm-hmm. And it's just like such a great, oh, I love that's It's not nowhere near up there for me with the celebrating uh, control room vibes, but I love a good looped video it's to a, trick it's a guy. good conceit it's a good yeah. also how fucking powerful is like the wi-fi on this camera that this bus can just drive all over and it's just like yeah got a crystal clear picture here sitting in yeah. my my office listen like, you see what happens when you invest in local newsrooms they can do shit like that that's that's it i do love a good sneak in the back of a news van and take over their like satellite type things yes. again uh one of the Iron Man movies, he does that too. It might be also the Iron Man three, two Iron Man three references in one podcast. That's <laughs> not what no. I thought was going to be happening. <laughs> the the train chase at the end mm-hmm. is is ridiculous, and yes. again, like it's so it's the third act. It's our first like mono imano. Yes, it, and Toby. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. And, and, and it, the and one it's... couple that very for a very long time does not want to get off this train. Yes. Like, where is this couple going where everyone else is like, oh, shit, this looks bad. I'm out. And they're like, <laughs> they've got tickets for something. So like, do we? Oh, you want us to go? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, they don't leave till they're asked. Yes. Like, is the seat taken? <laughs> the seat... Yeah. Oh, OK, mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Like, I would have been out of there, buddy. Yeah. 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 The uh, when Hopper, when his his money blows up and then or the paint and then he realizes that Jack's on the on the roof 
And the like, I'm coming for you, Jack, had the biggest Leroy Jenkins vibes. Like, I'm coming up to the, I'm coming up to the top of this subway it's, to fight with you. It's all so weird because, like, if you watch watching that scene again, like they they play up again. Like, hey, I've got the stick. If I drop it, we all go. There are several scenes where it's like he's not holding it. He's absolutely <laughs> oh, yeah. not holding it. And it's it's very weird that a movie that has done such a good job as establishing this as a chess match where the two of them are not facing off physically because that wouldn't make sense. Dennis Hopper is old and injured and like that's just not it. And now it's like and now they're like he's going to beat him to death on the top of a train. What? Yeah. Well, at least we got that real clever. He lost yeah, his head. I'm, he lost well, his head. I'm taller. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I'm taller. You know what? You know what? That is a good line. It, it would have been better if Hopper went up there and he was just like, the sharks are going to fucking kill me anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I love that Illinois is down 27. I'm fucked. <laughs> I always love it too, too, because it just gives me really strong third act of Conair vibes. Like the last, like oh, the, yeah. like the, the fire truck scene. Yeah. Uh, obviously, like Cyrus doesn't lose his head in that fashion, but um, I always, honestly, there's a few times where I'm like, which one is which? Like, which one has the person get their head knocked off by a subway light? Um, I'm also confused that this train, we've established the emergency brake doesn't work because nothing in LA. And works. you can't slow down. Folks, uh, folks nothing in LA works. <laughs> yes. Why is it you can't slow down but you can speed up? Yeah, he what can the fuck flo- is he that? can floor it no but idea. like Andy, I've got a great idea. I'm I'm going to slow us completely down and we're just <laughs> we're just going to bump <laughs> bump it to the end of the track and it's going to be really gentle. Right. Nope. <laughs> you know what I think was a real missed opportunity is the gag laugh of it coming through that thing that had the how many days since, since an accident. and knocking off the one and the, and the nine and leaving it with a zero. How did they yeah. not do that? They said it flew through the whole thing. I bet they tried. I bet they tried. They're just, <laughs> just like, Jan, we can't yeah, get it. Jan, we've blown, <laughs> we've blown through eight trains at this point. We got to wrap. We didn't have the CGI for it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I just really, I just was like, oh, this has got to happen. And uh, for some reason, yeah, I was just like, I guess it didn't happen. I was really bummed out. <laughs> It was like it was right there for the taking, Jan. Caroline, yeah. what is the best scene in this movie? You got you got to pick a you got to pick uh you got to pick a set scene. Oh gosh. I think um I think my favorite sequence is him getting on the bus and getting control like explain the situation and getting them out of the traffic situation i think with the the going in and out of like hitting a few cars going in and out of traffic the big right turn like getting on the freeway like that whole i think that has such a mix of the tension and the excitement and the establishing the stakes and also he's on the phone telling people about things and doing this and that and i think that's probably my favorite just where she's like uh officer officer and like he's like trying to figure what's going on with the bomb while she's like we're about to hit traffic like where do i go i think that stretch i don't know if that counts as a scene i don't know but that i'm counting it that's that's my, my favorite, favorite too yeah. Stretch, yeah ryan shoot the hostage <laughs> because it, <laughs> because it establishes from the beginning that it's like 
holy shit, both of these two are wildly unhinged because we just watched Keanu shoot his partner and again shrug casually. And then we watch Dennis Hopper like cackle like a, a, a horror film villain and somehow escape the largest explosion you've ever seen. It's just such a good like it's a it's a good like let's watch these two snarl at each other moment but that also is like oh okay this is the kind of movie we're gonna watch here cool thank you for letting me know there's this movie doesn't doesn't at all hide what it's gonna be with this with this first first act like we're, we're gonna be ridiculous we're probably gonna up the ante every five minutes or so like, oh, there's a bomb on the bus. Oh, guess what? We just shot the bus driver. Mm-hmm. Oh, guess what? We just killed a baby. Uh, now you got to jump. Like, it's it doesn't it doesn't stop climbing upstairs, which is Dennis Hopper decides to blow up the elevator just because he's like nervous. Nothing happened. He's not like he hasn't discovered like, oh, I know what they're doing, and and I'm not gonna let him get away with it. He's just like, eh, you're making me cranky. Blow it up. <laughs> We also didn't talk about the reason that they can do the the video feed thing, like switch it on him, is because Hopper is just pounding cokes all day. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. he has to go to the bathroom. He has to go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I do love. There's, I think it's such a great line when he's like, well, "This day's been real disappointing." I don't mind saying. <laughs> the other, so the other scene I do really like because it's it's such an interesting contrast to the whole rest of the film is when they storm Dennis Hopper's house because it's very quiet. I don't think there's a single line spoken. They're very careful to like stealthily climb through the window and all this. And the face Jeff Daniels makes when he realizes he's been completely fucking played. It's Joe Pesci and Goodfellas. It's so good. It's such a good, like, Oh, you're an actor moment. And then, and then a huge explosion with like cop body flying out of the window. Uh, it's it's a really good scene. It's good. Best quote in this one. Ooh. I love it. This one actually towards at the end of the movie, pretty much uh, when he's taking Annie hostage. Uh, I think she calls him crazy when he says yes. poor yes. people are crazy. I'm eccentric. I'm eccentric. Which is, yeah. uh, essentially like line. it's the Elon Musk of this. Of this movie. <laughs> It's an excellent line. Um, I have several written down. The when the coffee shop person is like, "Oh, did you have a good night?" and he was like, "Can't have been that good a night. I woke up alone." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's a lot of info for the coffee shop guy or the bu- your bus driver, buddy. Uh, man sure has a hard on for this bus. But <laughs> I think that was Wait, Gigantor what said about that. The part? Well, we talked about his, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. He goes, and so when he when Jack gets off the bus and is going to try and figure stuff out, and he's and Annie's like, "Ah, oh, where is he? Where is he?" And he goes, "I'm telling you, honey, he's somewhere jerking off." <laughs> <laughs> like none of that was necessary. Oh my goodness! I have the poor people are crazy, Jack. I'm eccentric. Um, wow. I like. I already, uh, already seen the airport. That's a good one. Jeff Daniels saying, "I'm going to go home." Have some sex. <laughs> yeah, also good. Uh, I do love Annie saying, like, you know, the proof of relationships not lasting if they're based on uh, traumatic situations where she's like, so we'll have to base it on sex then. 
so yes they definitely oh went back to his place for sure yeah for sure uh hopper (laughs) (laughs) hopper one of the first things we hear him say is don't fuck with daddy so dennis hopper was (laughs) was going for it early (laughs) i do also have the like everyone's fired you're fucking fired written down mm-hmm. too because i love that so much you're fired mm-hmm. everyone's fucking fired. um hard to pick one line from this I, you know what yeah. you know what else i like i like that it, they're at the bar they're celebrating everybody's got their medals and they're like you know harry such a smart guy such a good leader and they're like jack shot harry we all wish we could do- <laughs> max max such a good boss max, He's such a max. good boss <laughs> Oh, I did forget this classic uh, Jack interaction at the beginning. Jack and Harry interaction. Harry says, anything else to stop this elevator? And Jack goes, the basement. Yeah, the basement. <laughs> <laughs> My man, you are in a very serious situation. <laughs> the basement. Just fucking chill. Just fucking chill. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What a rich text. Perfect, perfect screenplay, no notes. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah, it's the fuck me. Oh, darn. <laughs> oh, wonderful. The Lenny Harris Pinch Hitter Award for Best Supporting Character. Who's in it too much? Keanu's in it too much. Uh, yeah. Ke- Keanu, Sandy, um, Hopper. Hopper. Okay, so we're saying Hopper's in it too much. Yeah, I think if you're the antagonist, you can't be a supporting character. I would argue uh, Harry isn't really a supporting character either. He's, like, too central. I lean Mac. I think I'm going Mac. That was going to say, nominees (laughs) that gives us Joe Horton is Mac. Uh, Alan Ruck, a.k.a. Cameron from Ferris Mm -hmm. Bueller. Uh, Richard Lineback is Sergeant Norwood. He's mm-hmm. like every Excellent. every movie like this has a bunch of cops that are that guys. And like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I mean, he forever he's Lance Harbor's dad from uh, from right. Varsity Blues, right? Um, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he probably quit the force and moved to, to West Cannon. Yeah. Shit, them boys are having the time of their lives. <laughs> 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 that would that would be one of the best lines from another that's, movie to pull that's into your this movie. universe right there. Yeah, yeah like yeah. like Sergeant Norwood, they're like telling him he's like he's like, man, Harry and Harry and, and Jack are stuck in that elevator. You're like shit, them boys are having the time. Yeah, I think it's I think Max. It, it probably is Mac. We need to uh, someone we haven't talked about who I believe has no lines, but we texted about. Is the the woman in the 1950s outfit on the bus? It came from the entirety of this bus crew is fucking bonkers. It's wild, like, and I think they keep adding people throughout the movie. I was like, this bus yes, is not this. Full. Yes, yes, it is. Like, it very much feels like there's uh, the older black couple who like is very dressed up. They were so sweet. They're very sweet. But why are they on the bus and where are they going? No idea. I mean, they're Um, essentially, they're our couple from Titanic who is like hugging in bed as the water's coming in. Like they're not offering solutions. They're not, they're not participating in the discourse. They're just like, we're going to, we're going to treasure the time we spent together and hope that this hot buzz cut guy can get us out of this. There's, um, there's the woman who appears to be an extra from Greece. One of the um, pink ladies. Yes. It's just very nervous at all um, times. Gigantor is like a construction worker. 
Yeah, he's got a tool belt, which I comes guess. in handy. Yes. Yeah. Like, There's the yeah. guy with the warrant out and the, the guy, gun. The guy with the warrant who's taking the bus. Right. As, yeah. as one as one does when you have a warrant. Some of them are friends. <laughs> some of them are not. We've got Helen and Annie. Yeah. And Sam. Is that it? Yeah. In the, in the tourist, if you're on the tourist. Yeah. Yeah. That okay, that goes into the next category of mm-hmm. the roster moves. I I think I I texted this. It would have been really great since they had all these non speaking people in the bus. It would have been deeply hilarious that they had someone very famous. So like, imagine if Clint back. Eastwood is in the back corner of the bus, just looking, just furious. scowling at everybody. That's where you get Anthony Hopkins in here. Holy shit! <laughs> What's he doing here? No one's sitting next to him because they're very intimidated by him. That's right. Yeah, that's right. It's actually it's Anthony Hopkins as himself, like fresh off playing Hannibal Lecter. Yes. I just like taking the bus. <laughs> it feels watching how me. the people live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Jack Nicholson on the bus scowling would be, would yeah. be good. Perfect. Just perfect. I love this movie so Did much. you have any roster moves, Caroline? This one is tough because you don't want to sub anyone out. Yeah. Um, no. I, I, I was thinking about the cops. Caroline, I think yeah. your boy MC Ganey is one of the cops. Would have been great in this. I was thinking about Con Air and thinking about like MC Ganey is one of the cops. Like he'd keep his mustache, be like aggressive. Yeah, I believe that. I, I would I would buy that 100%. I think um, that's how you get Nick Cage in the movie too, is you make him one I of think the cops. One of the things I do appreciate is like for a movie that has so many moving parts, like literally moving parts, um, they really don't inundate you with a ton of characters that you don't oh, I mean we no, just had that whole no. joke about like everyone on the bus and like adding people but like there is a very manageable people you need to know cast and there's really two cops outside of Jack and Harry and that's Mac and the dad from Varsity <laughs> 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 <Not> Blues <laughs> those are the only two that we need to really like oh these are these these are the these yes. two guys and otherwise they don't bother you with extra name. There's a couple other cops like that Harry bosses around and like, get me pictures of this, get me, you know, look through the cops and like all that sort of stuff. Detectives that come in with information, but they don't inundate you with people that you need to figure out who they are, what their names are, backstories, any of that. They keep it very simple. And I appreciate that for a movie that has so much going on. I think it has to be that way. We don't even know anything about Jack. No, not really. No. And, and, the movie kind of addresses this where Annie, Annie asks him like, why, why this? Why us? Yeah. Why? And Jack's sort of like, you're just here. It is really not about anyone on this bus. Like it is about Jack, obviously. Yeah. But everybody else is just like, you happen to get on this one. If you had gotten yeah. on a different bus, you would have had a very different day. That's it. Yeah. That's it. He's, he's Lieutenant Spears from Band of Brothers. You're dead already. Yeah. <laughs> 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 incredible oh the uh, like the only other roster this literally just came to me but if it was mcconaughey as rust cole on this bus just telling people like this thing explodes it explodes hey, man. man we're all it's, just... al- it's already exploded <laughs> think about it <laughs> on a long <laughs> enough arc this bus is already gone in the grand in the grand scheme of the world we've all got a bomb strapped to our chest and we don't know when that sucker's going off brother the all new Lincoln hybrid. <laughs> Can't bomb an electric car. The, like, Science. Like, <laughs> rolling his finger and bumping him. 
<laughs> uh, does this movie have a big chill moment? I don't. I actually don't think so. I think it moves too fast and doesn't have a a opportunity for that. Yeah, and it's, it's also just like it's too crazy. Like everybody involved in this is like to use the word my grandmother would use touched. Like, like there's, there's nobody here who you're like, Oh, I identify with this person emotionally because you're like, all of you are fucking whack jobs. All of you. Yeah. Yeah. Every, everyone here is, has some, some baggage. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't think there's because as much as, uh, like when they solve the problems, they solve them in a very explodey way. Yes. <laughs> and so it's not like a, like they get away from the bus, obviously, but it's more of an action set piece than a like, oh, like celebration, you know, control room freaking out after something big happens. Like, I guess when when Harry dies, that's supposed to kind of be a like a downbeat. But the problem is you immediately go back into we're on the speeding bus and Dennis Hopper is calling me and talking shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Harry didn't make it. Yeah. 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 And even with the, with the train, it's his head comes off. They're stressed out. And he's like, all right, we're going to speed the shit up. Oh man. (laughs) That's the prop I would buy. Dennis Hopper's prop head. (laughs) You can see it in Annie when like, He's like, when he's like, he can't stop the train. And she's like, it's just like, okay, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm just end we'll it. Get out of I'm here. done. <laughs> I'm done. Well, she's also like, you stayed. And it's like, again, there's nowhere to go. No, <laughs> there is no like easy. Uh, where Jack, is Jack you got to get off the train. You got to get off the train. How? That's not an option. <laughs> you can't tuck and roll. It, oh my God. <laughs> It's it's not like Rose throwing herself back on the Titanic. It's like there's no, no there's no lifeboat no, here. No, it's yeah. also it is also very funny that they're like L.A. has a like a subway, right? And it's like yeah, kind of, but nobody uses it. That's, Don't worry That's about the thing. There's no yet. one. There's no one on it too. No, like there's no. like two people on the subway. And that is Just some that extremely couple. that is some extremely true to life shit. <laughs> I honestly did not know that they had one. Yep. Okay. Before more restore prequel, sequel or remake. So we, we did get a sequel because when you think I haven't seen it and I'm not, I I haven't either. I went ahead and read the Wikipedia plot summary. I'm not going to see it, but I've listened to the how did this get made? Yes, same. I listened yeah. to that just like two weeks ago. <laughs> Listen to Jason Manzucas yell yes. about this ten mile an hour cruise ship coming yes. into a town. Yes. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Of all, think about all the modes of transportation we have mm-hmm. in this world. Mm-hmm. I've been on a cruise ship multiple times. I grew up in a cruising family. I'm not proud of it, but that's what we are. <laughs> <laughs> uh very smooth very mm-hmm. slow also nothing in front of it for mo- most of the time and i think the biggest insult of all is that we made willem dafoe do that 
Willem Dafoe is in it? Yeah, Willem he's the Dafoe villain. Is the, is the villain. He's the villain. Oh, no. Yeah. It's so the world, question... Caroline. The question is, Do is there any more... Is Speed's IP played out? Yes. Like, in this yeah. day and age, like, nothing is dead for sure. But well, I, I don't think... I don't know what you could do. It's a great concept. I, I think what makes Speed work is the simplicity of it. And the simplicity of it at its time. Like, there is no, oh, we're going to hack this thing. There, like... It's not especially technologically comp. I mean, shit. He's calling a payphone for Christ's sake. So, I I think it is such a simple premise that doesn't require a lot of like complicated mechanisms on top of it that it doesn't need a sequel. I don't see what a sequel would add, and I think like they also don't set up Jack to be like, oh, he's really good at this. It just like. He was just there, and he's just, like, ballsy and stupid enough that he beat this guy. But there's nothing, like, James Bondy about him, so to speak. To no. be fair, there's... they made, like, five Die Hard sequels with that exact premise. Like, right. Jack McClane, just wrong guy in the wrong place again. And, and there are, like, one and a half good Die Hard sequels. Oh, yeah. So. I think, too, if you did something, I think technology, modern technology, takes away from... This, this story like the car phone is just enough technology mm-hmm. like anything beyond that and the tracking you'd be able to do and the all the different things you could have maybe that you'd have to you would just really have to dig in and make it more interesting to overcome what the technology would make like take away from executing this plan i guess that's maybe the way i'm trying to say it so there are parts of because we brought up there are parts of the third die hard die hard with a vengeance that feel kind of like a spiritual successor to speed like it has a lot of the same elements of like there's a bomb you have to jump through certain hoops if you want to prevent it from going off there's a lot of like frenetic movement. It's it's a lot more, I would say, more like constant movement than the original Die Hard is. And I think it like works in a lot of interesting ways. That that is probably a better sequel to Speed than the actual Speed sequel is. I don't think the idea of like we're going to create a hostage situation on a cruise ship is necessarily like a bad idea. It just sort of like setting it in the speed of verse. This is stupid, stupid. <laughs> and also, <laughs> calling it cruise control is not yes. exciting. No, that was that like was that's the 90s, what you though. set when yes. you're like relaxing on the highway. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't. I mean, I don't know. Do cruise ships have cruise control? <laughs> I feel like that's the whole thing. I think you just like hit a button, and it's like we're going this fast. We've got to get to Cozumel we're going, in we're seven going hours. To Martinique. That's right. <laughs> also, you guys didn't tell me that Boba Fett is in the sequel. <laughs> oh no! Didn't know the that. The guy that plays Boba Fett didn't know that. <laughs> we got to get these hostages to see your frogs. <laughs> also, Jason Patrick is just yeah. Well, so the thing is, I read the plot summary. So Annie and Annie is in, is uh is dating Jason Patrick. Yeah. Who's also a cop. Also a cop. Yes, also a cop. Yeah. 
but they like completely throw away the Keanu relationship at the beginning. They like just in exposition, I think, right? I I I don't. They didn't explain that in Wikipedia. I'm assuming that they acknowledge yeah. like her like. I think is I think it's a thing where she like finds out he's like a SWAT officer and not just like a like a parking meter attendant or something. Right, right. And she's like, I would date any more cops or something like that. I think I assume that's 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 my reenactment of how I'm assuming it went. <laughs> well, that's the other reason I don't want a sequel is because like, as good as their chemistry is, there's nothing about this relationship where I'm like, oh, I bet this will work. I bet no. we should see this one through. No, th- their their relationship is a purely. This is a purely like sexual they're gonna spend a yes. hot and heavy one month with each other yes. and then like jack's gonna find out annie has terrible credit and annie's oh, gonna find annie's out gonna that jack like, is just you like should meet a, a my monster. parents and jack's like fuck that i'm out <laughs> <laughs> um, There's, yeah this it, and this is also i don't think you can keep i this is i've always long hated um i love the build-up to people getting together not interested in the relationship. Sure. Listen, we don't ever we <laughs> don't ever get Jim the sequel Pam. to the rom com. Yeah, it's Jim. It's every Caroline rom-com. wants it's to Jim see Peter Gallagher get pushed into the subway. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to see <laughs> Sandy Bullock married to Bill Pullman. <laughs> like it's just it's you know it's Joey and Pacey on Dawson's Creek, like which was the much better relationship anyway. Um, I want to throw out one sequel idea. Okay. That involves, it involves transportation. So it involves two of my things, which <laughs> is like getting the band back together, which I love. So getting Keanu and Sandra Bullock, who have both aged famously. So like yes. we're in a, it, yes. this isn't, True. this isn't Cruz with Kelly McGillis here. Like right. we're, we're in a, we're in a place where like we could put they've them in done, a movie. They've done seems, work together since. Yeah. They're legit the same age. They're like yes. a year apart. And then um, one of my favorite movies of the past 15 years, I've talked about it on the show, and Caroline, when you're ready, I'm ready, is Unstoppable. Uh, (laughs) I love Unstoppable. Uh, So Annie and and Jack, they both board a cross-country Amtrak. They're both like, they're getting over like probably like third or fourth divorce for each if we're just playing the numbers here. Terrorist hijacks like the programming to the Amtrak this thing's going fast Annie and Jack run into each other in like the food car or whatever I, I've never been on an Amtrak but just let's assuming. do let's do like a sleeping car mix-up thing where somehow they both book the same they book this, car. the same room let's parent trap them does Jack <laughs> actually recognize Annie wow <laughs> so he... wow God, you look oh, he does but only because she's wearing an Arizona Wildcats <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, I would. Uh, I could be. I would watch this that. movie. I would be. Yeah, on board. yeah I yeah. think that's interesting. I am a little. I am a little surprised upon reflection that they have not, and maybe they have that they have not uh, ensnared Sandra Bullock into any of the John Wick films. Right. Uh, that, yeah. That I was just going to say like thing they would try. If we're talking extended universe, Jack like maybe like a couple months after this, like Harry's dead. He's finding that he's not getting the same rush. Like he's trying to, sure. like, I can't, he's can't already get that joined the FBI, back. but like, yeah, I, know, I can't get that feeling. Yep. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then it's like mob, <laughs> mob, not even hitman, like mob death bringer. Yes. Correct. <laughs> correct. 
My dad loves the John Wick movies, by the way. Oh, he's seen they're the first really one like good. 50 they're good. times. They're, they're really good. Every time he, <laughs> if he sees a pencil, he's like, God, we're going to like three people one of these. <laughs> one of the one of the best parts about the John Wick movies is when the mob boss is essentially telling uh telling what's his face from Game of Thrones, telling Alfie Allen like yeah. that you you essentially just just like uh had the the boogeyman is going to come kill us all that his right-hand man is the all-state mayhem guy. <laughs> one of my favorite parts Dennis about Duffy it. the Beeper King. <laughs> <laughs> literally i was at home like two days ago my dad was referencing the scene where the cop comes to the door he's like hey just the noise alert are you working again there's like a dead body in his like foyer <laughs> but it's like oh, it's a great movie he loves it it's like it's... he's that and he's watched Ip man on uh donnie yen <laughs> on netflix like i'm pretty sure <laughs> the most times of any human life he, and uh, so I, when I told him Donnie Yen was going to be in the new John Wick, yeah. he almost died. He was just was like, like, this is the best news I've ever heard. Yes. But he's like, I hope he doesn't, like, he's like, I hope he's an ally. I don't want to see them fight each other. That's too much for me. Speed, <laughs> Speed and Die Hard also feel like they represent, I'm sure I'm forgetting several in this. And yeah, there's like, um, The Rock falls into this category. But even that like starts to blur the line where it's like, we kind of don't see a lot of, movies where we're rooting for the cops to stop the bad guy we have transitioned into like movies where we're just rooting for the bad guys like the oceans 11 series or something like that or where we're rooting for like the mission impossible it's like yeah they're they're not really cops they're sort of like spies more than anything else or the fast and the furious series which is like they're kind of criminal cop (laughs) independent contractors it's complicated (laughs) Once they let Brian O'Connor back on the force, I think like we're like the the world of policing in Fast and the Furious just isn't on the up and up. But like, what is the last straight up like, oh, here is a movie where you're just going to watch the cops stop some stop some robbers and there's nothing morally complicated about it. I was thinking about that. Um, You know, a movie that I'm ashamed that I really love is actually SWAT. I've I've seen SWAT 500,000 times. (laughs) <laughs> but but I I've also seen SWAT. I saw SWAT in theaters. That was when I was in college, which was a long fucking time. Like that's I like, saw SWAT in theaters and I was like thirteen. So this is like a fifteen year old movie at least, right? Yeah. I think you're right, but I don't know that there's been another one since that. Do we End of Watch is like a different kind of Different kind of movie. Yes, because you get like tra- really, yeah. Training Day gets you into this whole other yeah. thing where it's like now it's like we are rooting for <laughs> some cops, but only against other. Yeah, it's like yeah. that's a, that's a sort of different sort of situation. But yeah, I, I I think this is like a genre that has largely disappeared. I mean, I like the I did write that down, this, but yeah. Oh well, in the Departed, uh, you're almost not rooting for anyone, though. Right? Sure. I, I actually, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wrote this down that it was, uh, it's like nice to be able to to like root for SWAT, like living in a time where sure. like nice living in a time where you could pretend that these SWAT officers would risk absolutely everything to get into this elevator. So like, right. hey, we're just gonna wait, guys. Yes. Like. It, it's nice being able to root for them and like Keanu too. You like, like even in like 
even in Point Break, they don't feel like real cops. No, like this is no. like they're actual and, cops, an and, actual and, police department. And Point Break, you're you're like definitely supposed to be like, oh, the robbers are fucking cool. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're the cool guys. They're yeah. they're fucked up, but they're the cool guys. I mean, that's the thing in Point Break. That is Patrick Swayze's movie. He is our hero. Yes, even if he is also a murderer, bank robber. Yes, yes, he is our hero. Even I like in, in, Inside Man, and like yeah, there's just like it, it's it's weird how this genre has sort of just disappeared largely. Well, so that's the other reason why I think you can't make a speed sequel yeah. anymore. <laughs> oh yeah. Well the the thing in the speed sequel, Jack has left the force. For sure. Sure. For sure. Yeah. Um but I'm glad we got this one. Unless uh unless we've got some more logins tickets to buy. I think I think it's time to wrap. Caroline, where can the How people was follow it you? by the way? Oh How yeah, yeah, it? you gotta, you gotta tell the folks. Oh, it was fantastic. Is this the first time you've been on the show since you went to Loggins? Or did you? No, did we you did the. Uh, I think we did the Top Gun Maverick one right after that. But, it was right but after. this is the first time she's been on the show, I suspect, since she got pulled over while wearing the, <laughs> I feel the need for speed shirt. While speeding. Yes. yes. And I watched speed that morning. <laughs> Caroline was staying that. above 50. <laughs> I, watched, I watched Speed. I left to go to my parents' house. I got pulled over. And How he fast? went back uh, 70. Like just, it, well, he said 70. I was going like 67 and a 55. She's going 70. You know she's going 70. <laughs> got the little, the little dot on the, on the speedometer. <laughs> And he went back to like do the cop stuff. First of all, he looked like he was twelve. I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, how old am I now that these children are pulling me over?" Uh-huh. Um, and he went back to like you know run the info. And I looked down and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> it's got it's it's great shirts from um, Homage, the t-shirt brand. One, it's super soft. Highly recommend. Uh, and it's got the helmet, the Maverick helmet in the middle of it. This is like, I feel the need for speed, need for speed. Um, and I was like, this is, I can't imagine that there's a great outfit to get pulled over in, but this probably is not it. <laughs> I, I, I hope he was like, oh, I should book her. Cause that photo was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No, thank God. No, Man, I'm I, sorry. Got a, I got a warning. <laughs> I got a warning. <laughs> The only reason I can laugh about this is because I got a warning. Um, and so when I got to my parents' house, I, I told my mom. She was like, are you kidding me? And I was like, I was wearing this. Oh, man. It was absolutely incredible work. <laughs> what a perfect way to end the show. Caroline, where can the people follow you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at CWDoney. Um, we'll be... Yeah, I'm excited about to be out of the summer. Well, first of all, about to be out of summer. I got summer takes. It's terrible. Um, but soon football will be back, and I'll be very happy. Same. Ryan, where can the folks follow you? Celebrity Hot Tub on various platforms. And if you made it through two hours of the show and want to support Big Screen Sports, subscribe wherever you get your podcast, rate, leave a review. Uh, you can support on Patreon. You can find out what movie we're doing next week on Patreon. It is also a heater. Uh, and yeah, we'll catch you next Monday. Thanks for listening. 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.